Welcome to your typical Shonen protagonist. He's Kai, I'm Kels, and today we're talking about the hype that is Black Clover Season 4. Kai, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm here, and I I feel like I started the hype train, but definitely happy to be on it. Yeah, man. Uh, all I've ever heard was either Black Clover is excellent or Boruto stands saying Black Clover ain't shit. Yes, that is factual. Like, it seems like other genres, it's just so much. Like, one day we're going to have to talk about the hate and like fandoms, and yeah. we will do that. But today is not the day because today is all about the love of Black Clover and season four coming in like a freaking, like a nuke, I guess you can say. Yeah, man. Like, we've had a couple of episodes that were sort of filler. To get season four started, really when we enter the um, the heart kingdom, we get some cool introduction to some magic, like the, the way the different kingdoms handle magic, um, which was kind of interesting. Some of it is really just repetitive filler base. But right now, after, you know, three episodes of that, with the episode uh, 158, the beginning of Hope and Despair, where we see... The results of the time skip for the first time, it's going to be great from here on forward. Yeah, man. Like I'm like as an avid manga reader, I read Black Clover and I still get hyped to see it because, hey, it's just so much like to me, Black, if we're still doing the whole modern day big three type thing, I feel like Black Clover has to be in the discussion I feel like right now, out of Shonen Jumps magazines, if we're not counting One Piece, because One Piece is going to be everlasting. One, I, One Piece is from the old guard of the big three, and it hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> yeah, One Piece is, I feel like, going to be almost eternal, like, until it's over. And then it's going to be, like, One Piece after story, which I don't know if that'll happen. It might. Who knows? Don't quote me, but quote me. Um, So I feel like it's got to be personally at least has to be Jujutsu Kaisen my hero and Black Clover have to be the reigning big three I feel like of Shonen Jump magazine that's just me saying that as you know things happen but as as a Joe Schmo viewer I could totally see my hero and Black Clover in that conversation like I haven't watched Jujutsu Kaisen so I don't know offhand if I feel that way but I've seen that that is super hype. So I'm certain that when I eventually get around to watching it, I may have a similar opinion. I don't really have a third one that calls out to me in that vein, like in the current animation. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like for you, you could say Promise Neverland. I feel, but I don't know, like what you... I Honestly, I wouldn't call that one of the big three, though, like yeah. for me. Like it is excellent. But it's not quite on par with the production schedule and storyline. That's more of like a sort of one-off great story. Yeah. So, but anywho, getting back into the train of Black Clover. Um, but I, so just this time skip, episode 158, like you said, um, Hope and Despair, Came in pretty hard, man. Like, it was trending number one on YouTube. And, like, when I first saw that on Twitter, that it was trending number one on YouTube, I was like, okay, this has to be a mistake. This has to be one of those if and but things. But, no, it was the intro 
by Snowman um, was the song. I think it was like Granger. Yeah, Granger by Snowman was trending number one on YouTube. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is insane because I don't think to my knowledge, and I'm pretty sure I fact checked this. um, That was the first time an anime intro or anything anime related was trending number one on Twitter or sorry, number one on YouTube. Like we had gotten in the top 10 before, I think with like my hero, but I feel like this was the first time like it happened. And I was like, wow, like for it to be black clover, like we said this, they called us heretics and witches, but here at your typical Shonen protagonist, we told y'all it was going to happen and it happened. Yeah, man. And it's, it's really good to see. You know, it's it's good to see that on a a worldwide level, something like this can just be so incredibly hype. And it's not like relegated to the Japanese market being excited. It's like you see this where you're looking as an average schmuck. Like that's how, you know, it's reached like new heights. Yeah, no, like 100 percent. And. Speaking of like, and I feel like it was a collection of everything. Like the intro, Black Clover has always had great intros. Like I felt like from the beginning, that's what they had. They had strong intros and strong outros. And this was intro number 13. And it like, it's not even in my opinion, the best one, like neither is the song, but I feel like it's the, in terms of like scenes, like imagery is probably up there. Like with the top two or three, I would have to say. Um, I definitely am digging the new art style, like shout out to Studio Perio or Periot, however you pronounce it. Um, Piero, Piero, Studio Piero, who like put this together because they've done some pretty dope stuff before. Like they did, well, there's a lot of dope stuff. They've done Bleach. They've done Yu Hakusho, which is one of my favorite anime of all time. They did the original Naruto and they're doing Boruto as well. And it looks like they finally threw money <laughs> towards the animation budget. So I'm like, hell yeah. I mean, it might have just been one of these deals where it needed to start off with a splash. Coming off of like three episodes of filler, you got to come back and start an arc strong. And that's exactly what this episode did. Like, the animation, absolutely beautiful. Uh, one of the big things in this first episode uh where things really start off spoilers is we get to see everyone's like previous super move like we get to see them just do the thing that they tried so hard to do in the last couple of seasons relatively effortlessly and a lot of that comes with great animation with the both the motion of the characters bodies and the sort of visual effects around their super move Let's talk for a minute about Asta's new design. Yeah, I know that has been like a hot topic for a lot of people. So I'm I'm one of the like very few who actually kind of like it. But what's your opinion? Bro, what happened to his shirt? <laughs> I mean, I guess he ripped through his limits, as Yami would say, and ripped through his shirt. Like he lost the front portion of his shirt, but gray- gained long sleeves. Like what? Is this outfit? I mean, it's weird. It's definitely weird because, like, it's like he lost. He used to wear like two shirts. Now his chest is showing. Um, 
and his robe is different. And I guess it's just he just got super bulky. I, the design is when I first saw it in the manga, I was like, "Well, this is odd," but um, you know, I'm kind of here for it because it just kind of fits. Like, yeah, you know, it it fits his sort of character and the character's story. And certainly separating him from Yuno, who is sort of lanky and thin, but still super powerful. We give Asta the sort of like super Vegeta body of hard work and determination to really show that he has changed in the way that he would be able to. However, it's just still sort of compared to the mildly, uh, like the old, the other Asta design where it's like, okay, we've got a regular body. That's just super strong. He's got muscles. Cool. 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 Now it's almost exaggerated. And that's probably the jarring bit. Yeah. I'm curious to see how it'll be animated in some of the bigger fights. And if that sort of change will fall off for me and I won't really notice it, but for it to just come back. And by the way, we've got super Vegeta, um, Asta, kind of wonky, honestly. Yeah, and it was really cool because knowing, like, in uh, what you just said about the animation and big fights of... So, Black Clover has always, I feel like, been known to put a lot of effort into their bigger fights. So, if we're seeing this with, like, the lighthearted fights, or not even lighthearted fights, but whatever Asta did when he, like, broke the fortress and saw that beautiful animation, I'm like... What are we going to have in store for the next fight? You know, like, because there are some big fights coming this way. Like this as, you know, as an avid manga reader. Um, Pushes up glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly what I did. Um, this is by far, I feel like the best arc of Black Clover because it's competing what's going, in my opinion, it's competing with what's going on in the My Hero arc right now which is crazy insanity what's going on in that and I feel like Black Clover is like keeping tempo um you know we're gonna and I just wanted to talk about bringing me to um the Dark Triad which are the new villains for this part you have Vanica um Xenon and Dante or Zeno Xenon I think it's Xenon um and Dante and they they have devil power like Asta, making sure I don't spoil anything. Um, and they're a threat. They are like a huge threat because the Spade Kingdom uses devils opposed to every other kingdom, which just has magic. And like, and like, you get to explore so much more of like the Black Clover world by seeing what these other kingdoms can do. Yeah. And that's going to be explored a lot in here. And and to, and to that point, to take it sort of back, um. Like, the fact that in the sort of elf arc, like the earlier portion of Black Clover, where we see uh, people from the Diamond Kingdom come through, and they're, like, all beat up and, and sort of physically augmented and combined with powers from other people, to see them as the ones that just get absolutely wrecked by the Spade Kingdom... It, it's like, oh, that's how you make them exactly the next big bad to actually be worried about. Yeah. Because, like, the elf story 
sort of played into the um, problems and terror from within the Clover Kingdom. Like the elf was the Clover Kingdom's problem all on its own. But now with this arc, we're really seeing sort of the world, like exactly how you said, the world of Black Clover and the interactions between the different countries, the different way they employ magic, and sort of the cool part with the heart and the Clover Kingdom is them combining that to try to go up against literal Satan. Yeah. No, so it's really cool that that is like, it's okay. We're getting fun of my words. It's really cool that I feel like that we are exploring this now. Like, it gives them, I feel like it's good pacing for what's happening. Like, you had to, to fight the elves, you had to have a power that rival the elves. So, what do you do? Um, you fight them with everybody's magic and like increase the captains and all that. And you get to see that show off. And then you find out the elves are being controlled. What's stronger than the elf? A devil. So, and then you beat the devil with a devil. And then you find out there's a whole country of devils. So, like, it's just more so, I feel like it's a building piece by piece. And the author, Tabata, says that he has a lot of inspiration from One Piece, from Naruto, and from Bleach. And you can see that with all those being very long-running stories. So, I feel like this is, like... If I had to say what this is, I feel like this is the Marine Ford, like, of Black Clover, if anybody knows what that is. Um, Marine Ford is when One Piece, right before One Piece had the time skip, and it, like, became, which I feel like One Piece became, like, cemented as greatness in history was from that point forward, but... I mean, in Bleach, I don't really, I haven't really caught up on Bleach where I should be, but I would say, from my knowledge, I feel like this would be like the Iran car arc. If are you caught up in Bleach? Did you watch all the Bleach? Way back, so it's probably like when we get to Grim Jow and the uh, Wake Up. Yeah, Mundo. the Espada. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. We we start fighting these like big bad. You know, after we've saved Rukia, we then have another arc of really crazy shit. Yeah, really big fights. We get the Bonkai. We get all of this shit. Um, yeah, no, I, I could, I could certainly see that. Now, my one question is, sort of seeing where I know the, because I'm um, anime only for yeah. Black Clover. I'm currently caught up, uh, but I haven't read any of the manga past what's been animated. So, my one question with this as like a shonen, like a long running shonen sh- uh, series is. What's left after the uh, Spade Kingdom is defeated? Like, so it's so for- crazy that you ask that because literally just yesterday or the day before that, um, Tabata, the author, because everybody was asking that they're like, "Is this the end of Black Clover?" It's like because there's some stuff that happens. Looks like it's going to be pretty final. Like you know, we lose people, a bunch of things happen. Um. So everybody's like, is this the end of Black Clover? And Tabata was like, no, I want to explore the other continents in the world of Black Clover. Bruh. So I am so hyped that we're getting more. Like, I feel like Asta or Yuno or Noel or Leone or whoever ends up becoming um, Wizard King is going to be like, king of, like, not just the Clover Kingdom, but that whole, like, subcontinent. Like, it's going to be I feel like this has potential to be 
crazy. Like this Wizard King is going to be the king of all like magic based on the way it's going. Because Tabata said he wants a he wants a, you know, long story. He wants a bleach, a Naruto, a one piece, which these I don't know how many episodes of Bleach had. I think like maybe 400 or so, but they're still coming out with more. I know Naruto had easily 700 or so and it's combined and <laughs> One Piece is knocking on the door of a thousand here. So I'm feeling like we're going to at least, at the very least of Black Clover, probably get like 300, 400 episodes at the bare minimum. And I could see 300, 400 being, uh, well, certainly like 300-ish being at the end of this spade kingdom arc like i don't know what exactly is going to go down but if the if the elf arc like the setup to the world and then the elf arc took like 130 ish yeah 40 ish episodes we're going to do the same thing with this arc i could see it taking just that long now we have three big bads i don't know if there's going to be any sort of like underbosses you know like lieutenants we got to go through, but I'm sure we'll find out um, as things go. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so like there's a lot of Black Clover left and I feel like this is because it was trending on Twitter as well, along with YouTube. And it was so cool to see like, because I guess when you like Black Clover, whenever you bring it up, people always like to bring it down like, oh, Asa's voice is so annoying or this or that or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. yeah, which fair play yeah fair play <laughs> that is true um but at the same time you know there's like i feel like that's the only complaint that i've seen people have you know because the power system is great like i feel like black clover has some of the strongest female characters in any anime i've ever watched like because yeah. you sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead you're go good ahead. go ahead no I, I i totally agree with that um and it's not like strong female characters in the stereotypical female role. Like we're not talking like a strong Bulma who is not physically, you know, comparable, but like strong willed. Yeah. Like we have, we have go ahead. No, I was gonna say we have Marione who is a whole beast and probably rivals the wizard King in power. Um, we have Noel who at this point is confirmed the power of a captain, like a Magic King captain or Magic Knight captain at her and level. The great part with the great part with Noel, and and the like the overarching point is we see a variety of roles and stories with these female characters. It's not like you're the strong one. It's not like you're the smart one. It's we get to see all of that in the show because we have so many characters um like with noelle like her if she, she's currently at the level of a captain we saw her when she couldn't actually use magic at all like she couldn't control that way back 200 some odd episodes ago but yes like we saw her get to this point which is a great story um with mimosa like she's not a super strong combative aggressive type but she is like the super healer and having a story like this and them taking such uh, care and showing the variety of female characters uh, totally your point is right on the mark it's excellent to see yeah for sure and even adding on to that you know we've got vanessa 
who has such strong magic, like fate magic, is like beyond powerful. And even when we get introduced to the new villain, we have Vanica, who is like, you know, you guys will see more of her as the series progresses into this um arc. But she's crazy powerful too. Like, and you know, Charlotte as well being a captain. And it's not like I like that the strong females are not just relegated to like our group in the Black Clovers. Like it's expansive yes. to in the Black Clovers into the Black Bulls, but it is expansive to everywhere, you know, and like even the kingdom, the ruler of a whole kingdom is um Laura Pika, which is the queen of the um heart kingdom. So I'm really excited to see what more like Black Clover has to offer, because as we see, you know, like the, the Clover Kingdom and the Spade Kingdom and all that is based off a deck of cards. So if this world does expand like the author Tabata said is going to, I'm very curious of what the other kingdoms or other continents are going to be based off of. If they're going to be based off of like chess or something else, I think that would be super interesting. Yeah, man, there's just so many options. Like, I have no idea what he could even pull. Yeah, man. And like, and I know just speaking in the Spade Kingdom arc right now, I feel like we're going to see Black Clover trending again. You know, I'm going to say I know we are because back when we did our Black Clover versus My Hero podcast, which you could totally check out and I will post on our Twitter that you can check out as well. Um, Like we call Black Clover being hype like this. We call this happening like me and you like when it was I don't want to say it was like super early on because it was in the spate or elf arc. I think that's when you caught up. Yeah, we were well into the elf arc. Yeah. But um no, it's just like and I feel like if you're comparing this to uh, first of all, I'll have a huge problem with people like using another thing to validate something else or invalidate something else like you know what let's do it right now <laughs> we're gonna make the argument that black clover is the better boruto if you want a naruto sequel go watch black clover i there agree you go i agree i'll do that yeah yeah i will say that now and, now wh- why why say that well the the sort of perils that that boruto the show has had in terms of story pacing and my personal opinion is Boruto feels like a little bitch. Like he's so angsty, but he hasn't had a hard life. And we haven't seen him go through these struggles. Like we watched Naruto be an orphan and ha- like have to prove himself and like great gain strength and gain recognition. And Boruto just feels like a little bitch. Cause his dad comes home from work at like four instead of three or something. Now, I've only watched, like, 20 episodes of Boruto, but, like, I expect to get somewhere with the story. Like, give me some hooks. Give me a reason to watch. I'm sure it does get hype when we get some of the old folks in, like, uh, Sasuke, and apparently Naruto croaks at some point in the series, which is interesting. But, like, how long does it take me to get to the interesting point? At least with Black Clover, there was... A, a new world of, you know, magic and struggle and, you know, interest. And how does everything work? Does our main character get where we want our main character to go? Um, like with my hero, we start the show knowing that Midoriya gets to the end goal. 
And now we're figuring out how does he get there? Like with Black Clover, we still got that brand new question. What happens? Does Asta make it to his goal of being Wizard King? I don't know. Which is the fun part. Yeah, no, and I feel that. I'm like, I feel like it might be one of those things where, because if it does follow the whole thing of, you know, One Piece and Bleach and all those other ones of the Shonen, like, theory, then I would say that Black Asta will most likely become the Wizard King, but I also wouldn't be mad if he didn't. Like, I, if he, I would, yeah, I would think that he almost probably won't be the Wizard King, the same way that Naruto didn't become the Hokage when he thought he should. Yeah, I mean, Naruto did end up becoming the Hokage. It just took, like, yes. he was just two people before him that he wanted to. Um, I would say I could see Asta as something, like, almost like, I hate to use the comparison, but, like, how Boruto doesn't want to be the Hokage, he wants to be the Sasuke, where he, like, protects a village from afar and do all that. But he don't want none of the Sasuke tribulations. He just want to bitch about it. But anyway, um, I feel like I could see Asta as like the protector of, I guess, like even order or like, I don't even know. Like I could see him doing something that keeps the devil's powers in check or something. He almost like- feels like either the ghost rider, like he is the powers of hell, but he uses them for justice. Yeah. Or even like the Superman. Like, I am just going to go save the universe. And maybe he's like, I'll save the uh, deck of card continent from peril or something like that. Yeah, no, 100%. I can see that. I can see that. And there's one thing that I wanted to say. I feel like Noel is done better as a support than soccer is. Like, I have to... I have to Bruh. say that. Like, if you got a problem, you can add us on Twitter and we can talk about it. Civilized. No, like, I'm going to burn your feet down or something like that. Like, bring the civilized combo over and we can talk about it. I would say that, yes, only because she's not a support. Well, like, supporting team or, like, supporting character? Like, I feel like just supporting character in general. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, totally. Like, she has more depth. She has... And, and and now here's another point. This certainly for me, I didn't read the uh, Naruto manga, but I watched Naruto uh, all the way through. Like maybe the pacing is the problem. Like I don't remember a bunch of one-off episodes that took us to the high points, but I certainly remember the big points about her character. And like I, we only get to see her be strong come like 300 episodes in. Like, at least with Noelle, we have got to follow her progress from the beginning. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'd I say that. And, I mean, even with Sakura, because I'm not downing on Sakura by any means, because I think she's a very yeah. strong, independent character. Like, definitely deserves her spot. But I feel like with Noelle, it's just... She's just such an overall developed character. Like, maybe it's because she doesn't lean on that crutch of Sasuke or Asta. It's good to see a character be like in love with our protagonist but not let it like I guess alter her in a way like it she gets preposterous yeah. things but she's not she's not like you know oh Sasuke or oh Asta like I need you like I can't do anything without you Asta please save me that's not yeah, I think I think to your point like certainly um her character is not 
only based on originally her infatuation with one of the other characters. Like the beginning of Sakura, like when we first meet Team Seven, her entire character is she's a female ninja and she likes Sasuke. That's it. Yeah. We sort of find out some more background stuff later on, but certainly the very beginning, our intro to this character is I love Sasuke. That's me. That is my character. Where Noelle, we find out about family politics and her being a disappointment with her not being able to control her magic and her growing to find Asuka, uh, Asta like as a love interest and her struggling with like all of these facets that makes her super interesting as a supporting character. Yeah. Totally. And I got to say, she's had more growth in the Spade Kingdom arc as well. So, Does she? Yes. So we're going to get that constantly. Like, And I got to say, though, the only thing for me with Black Clover when it comes to the supporting females is like, I can't choose, man. Like, it's like everything in me tells me Noelle is going to get Asta. But I'm like, I wouldn't be mad at Mimosa. I wouldn't be mad at the maid girl. Like, yeah, man, I'm I'm rooting for the barkeep. <laughs> I'm rooting for the waitress with the three uh, three siblings. Yeah, I think that's out here. Some regular girl. Out here trying her best. I want her. I like me too, kind of, bro. Like, because that would be so cool to see Asta like come from a peasant. Like, granted, I know it'll probably go to Noel by storytelling standards, but like, just seeing Asta like be together with a normal like peasant person like him and her understanding the value of hard work and family, I'd be like, yo, I would not be mad at that. But like, equally, I wouldn't be mad at him and him. like that's a big thing. I wouldn't be mad at any of these relationships turning out yeah. because like it, it's cool to see all of these different people from different backgrounds, see Asta and go, Oh yeah, that's the one. And like all be in competition outside of their like social bonds. It's like, it doesn't matter who you are. It's matter. What does, what does the one we all want think and of course, he's like, let me go do 5,000 push-ups. Yeah. He's totally oblivious to all of this because he's just got a singular focus. That's his character. And that's fun. Yes. So, like, I agree. Like, 100%. And the only one who I know is definite is Charlotte and Yami. Because I love Vanessa. I do. But, like, especially because there's some stuff that happens in the Spade Kingdom as well between them. And I'm like, let's go. Like, best ship Charlotte Yami, I'm here for it. Let's make it happen. Man, I'm also hype about that. It's good to see. Like, I, and I think where we are in the animation, I think the sort of uh, um, Yami Vanessa thing has fallen off when she was like, all right, I got to go, one, talk to my mom, and two, continue to train. That sort of romance and infatuation sort of fell off. Yeah. Um. So I think that certainly it's exciting to see that Charlotte's actually going to progress with Yami because they played a lot in it sort of in the filler and the recent uh, time that she just freaks the fuck out when it's time to say words to Yami and not like a let's fight about it. Yeah. So uh, which which is fun. Now, of course, the biggest ship of all. I'm rooting for Charmy (laughs) and, you know, because fucking reindeer captain and his art shit can get out of my face no 
bro said no i feel that though like real <laughs> is like i mean i don't know at the same time like i don't know like i am i want charmy to be happy yeah and charmy was like my whatever king savior whatever my snack king or something or yeah 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 i want charmy to be happy and if charmy's like you knows the one i write you knows the one True, true. Which I could see as well, like because there is man, Lord. There's oh, I can't wait for the Spade Kingdom to be animated and caught up to where the manga is because there is so much that I feel like is gonna happen, and I'm just like, yo, like this is like I got. I want to know your opinion. I want to know all you guys' opinions. Like all the listeners, everybody, like random people on the street. I'm gonna hop in some forums on Reddit, like. Let's talk about it. I applaud you for just keeping it together and not spitting spoilers this entire conversation. I couldn't do Fortunately, that. Fortunately, no, I, you know, just trying to like make sure what does, what do the people know? Like the mental gymnastic it takes to figure out where are we? Yeah. I, I applaud. Um, certainly this season is coming out right now. Um, I think it releases Tuesdays. It releases. Yeah. Tuesdays. Uh, for us American viewers, that's when we can catch it. Yes. Uh, we are viewing on it on Crunchyroll, like, by the way, if you're yep. trying to figure out where to catch it. Every Tuesday on Crunchyroll. And I am certainly excited. I think we've got like six episode titles uh, released and lined up. And you said from the look of them, things are going to get absolutely wild already. Yes. Like we starting off with the Wu-Tang. So I'm here. Man, I am looking forward to it. And you should look forward to more episodes of con- uh, Content Breaker. What the fuck? You should look forward to more episodes of your typical Shonen protagonist and Content Breaker. Yes. Coming out in the new year. You can catch us on YTSP, on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Overcast, whatever podcatcher you prefer on the Your Typical Shonen Protagonist feed or on Twitter at YourTSP. That's U-R-T-S-P. Yes, where we will be discussing this. Um, Just basically be there to communicate with you guys. And you can find me at Static Dreads with a Z, um, where I will also be down to engage with conversation with you all personally. But again, you can find us on both of those or all three of those platforms. We just want to talk to you guys. Like, reach out, talk to us. Let's get it going. Yeah, man. And you can catch Content Breaker on the Content Breaker feed on everything as well. We're splitting off, getting them on their own feed. If you just want to listen to sort of anything animation, anything nostalgic 90s, 2000s, cartoons, movies, whatever, catch it there with our boys Strangely Strangely Entertaining and Bow Before Zog. And we got a bunch of social media for that too that you can check out uh over there but we'll be back next week for more your typical shonen protagonist peace